Hey everybody, um, it's Pastor Dan here, and today for a new song, LA Stories, we're joined with my namesake, Daniel Huang, over here. Yes. And um, what was funny is when we were kind of coming and joining the church, uh, we one we realized that there was another one of you, uh, one another one of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of joked with the fact that those who had kind of been disconnected from the church and only been seeing things through email might assume might have assumed that you got hired as the lead yeah, pastor of the yes. church. Did you ever, did you ever yeah, get that, any emails? Yeah, that actually happened. Um, I actually got texted, for, <laughs> and people were like, "Yay, yay, Daniel!" And I was like, "What are you yaying about? You're you're the new pastor." You know, they, <laughs> they just, they, I think they were just joking, but and then sure. I did get a lot of emails. That were supposed to go to you, but they came to me. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, um, one of the things I found out is that you had a, you have an email address, a, a, a Gmail. I'm not gonna, you yeah. know, I'm not gonna reveal it now. But you have a Gmail address. It's like, oh man, you're 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 the original. <laughs> um, and I have a much more formal, you know, full name with middle initial and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. inter- it was great. It's great to meet uh, Daniel and to get to know him. We yeah. differentiate now. Probably the easiest way is that I'm primarily go by Dan here. Yeah, and, and I go by Daniel. Okay, and so that's yeah, the easiest so, way. <laughs> yeah, that makes it easier. Um, so. Well, again, we're really glad uh, to have you here with us to be able to sit down and chat um, like we've been doing um, throughout this podcast is just to get to know people that are part of our church and to hear our stories yeah. and to talk about what's mm-hmm. been going on in our lives and figure out how faith intersects with life. Yeah. Um, and so, Daniel, why don't you share a little bit about your story? About one, introduce a little bit about who you are, mm-hmm. and tell us a little bit about your journey to faith. Okay. All right. Well, a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in SoCal, so I've been here pretty much my whole life. Um, I actually grew up in Glendale, um, and then in high school I moved to Orange County, um, and then, you know, long story short, you know, graduated, went to UCLA for college. And now I live in San Gabriel Valley, and um, I work as a in tech um, at a financial company. I'm a reliability engineer. You can ask me later what that is. <laughs> I don't want to bore you today. But um, and then um, you know I'm married. I have two um, young daughters, um, and I actually met my wife here at New Song LA. So, All right. Yeah. Really cool. So did you mm-hmm. grow up going to church? I mean, how, oh, how yeah. what was your journey yeah. like coming to, coming into the faith? Yeah, so I actually grew, grew up in a Christian home. Um, I grew up uh, at a Taiwanese uh, church. Okay. Um, and Oh, yeah, and I'm Taiwanese. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, yeah, we're both Taiwanese. Yeah. We're Huangs. Um, and uh, it, was, it's called, it was called uh, EFC, Evangelical Foremost in Church. And my parents were, you know, my dad was a deacon. And so I grew up just, you know, around Christians all the time. And basically... Um, at a young age, I accepted Christ at a retreat, um, really young. I think I was in third grade or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, you know, at that time, I accepted Christ. But I would say the real time I accepted Christ was when it, when I was in junior high. I I opted to be baptized, mm-hmm. and I met with the pastor to talk about what does that really mean? What does it really mean to commit to Christ? And I felt like at that age, I understood, and I I really wanted to make a commitment. Yeah. So. You know, that's when I, I think I came to Christ. But, you know, there's been ups and downs, I would sure. say, throughout my life where I've recommitted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, yeah, that's when I re- really decided. Um, and, you know, I feel like I've been kind of spoiled, like I've been in church my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been ice, like kind of 
sheltered in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I look at it like, I feel like the prodigal son story, um, I've been on both sides of it. Hmm. So I yeah. grew up as the older son, always feeling like I was too good for everybody. And I, I, I you know, like I uh, judged other people. Sure. And then I feel like in college, I struggled with my Christianity a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I felt on the other side where I was judged by Christians. Mm. And then I was like, I wanted to go and see the world and do all these things. And so I feel like I've been on both sides of that. Um, And, you know, I've learned a lot. Sure. Yeah. But I'm still learning. And I think, you know, as we all are. Yeah. Well, it's been a number of years since then. Yeah. um, And your journey has come a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, You um, you've been involved here at New Song LA for for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've even served um, as a small group leader, as a small group coach, yeah. um, and participated in the ministry in some pretty significant ways over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, what has life been like for you? I don't know. Let's say over the last couple of years, um, it's been a you know it's been a challenging season for all of us with the pandemic and everything. But what's that yeah. like been? What's that been like for you? Um. Well. You know, to be honest, um, like, it's been tough. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, going into the the pandemic, I was still um, leading as small group coach here. And, um, you know, I thinking about what you just shared on Sunday about being unsanitized and authentic, it, it just makes me, you know, real talk. Like, I want to say, like, it was really hard for me. I mm. was, uh, you know struggling as a you know being disconnected from the church and then also feeling you know as a leader i should be putting my best foot forward i i felt like i wasn't doing that mm. and so you know i would say it was really hard i would i felt a lot of disconnection um i felt kind of lonely um and so you know it was really hard for me mm. um during you know and that's what led me eventually to say, you know, I need to step down. Um, even though I felt like this responsibility, like I need to keep leading. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to let people down. Um, but I, I felt like I I need to step down even though I didn't feel like I I should, Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, something I needed to do. And so it was really hard for me and I didn't want to let Pastor Minoj down and all those things. So that, that's what I struggled with a lot. Well, let's uh, let's let's lean into that a little bit, if that's okay, um, uh, because I think that you're, I think it's good for us to mm-hmm. you know to be able to talk about that struggle, and um, mm-hmm. because it's been a hard season for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, when when did you notice that? When did you notice in the pandemic that mm-hmm. things were starting to become difficult for you? Um, well, I mean, I think s- since we were so is- we were on lockdown, we we're isolated. Um, and also my small group disbanded during that time. So I had no community, like I was not connecting with people. And so I think that was a big part of it. I was very isolated. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any connection with people that I was having before. Um, and so I think I, I was just seeing, you know, like I felt like, I, I don't know, I felt like not part of the community anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that, just I don't know it affected me and mm-hmm. and then I I started finding even the way I was thinking I wasn't even thinking about like how I could 
improve that um, mm-hmm. ministry. You know, it, yeah. was, it wasn't even a thought. So I already knew that if I wasn't thinking and my heart wasn't in it, that there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that, I mean, it's hard to remember back yeah, yeah. <laughs> through the, like the last two, three years. Um, but I remember that was a, a, a struggle that I faced. I think one uh, bright thing that happened during the, the pandemic is that I did find um, another small group mm-hmm. um, that was online. It, we, they were all, you know, they were starting to meet on. I, I joined Love Abide small right. group. And for me, that was, I felt like a lifeline. Sure. Because I started to at least have some connection with some mm-hmm. people because I wasn't coming in person. You know, we were shut down for a while. And yeah. Even after we, it opened, I didn't come right away because of fear of our kids getting sick and yeah. things like that. Yeah. So I, I'm thankful that Love Abides was there. And then I, I actually joined the group, even though I was a little bit hesitant because I hadn't been in group for a while. But mm-hmm. I felt that that was very um, needed for me. And mm-hmm. I felt like like a godsend mm-hmm. um, because I, I started to connect a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was just me joining. Um, Mylan didn't join with me, so it was just me. Mm-hmm. So, And I felt like that was a good thing for me, and yeah. it helped me during that time. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. You know, so a couple of years have passed since then. Yeah. Um, and so what has that journey been like um, from mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. from that, you know, from those initial times when it felt like you were lonely and disconnected mm-hmm. to where things are for you now? And, ma- yeah. and maybe some of that's still there. Um, yeah. But 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 what has that journey been like and, and where yeah. do you feel like you're at now? Yeah, I think so. R- right now, um, I think I still struggle with kind of connecting again Mm -hmm. maybe as like i need to relearn that but it's been good coming to church in person again um and having those kind of in-person connections yeah but i i don't know what it is like i still feel a little awkward where it's it's like i like i need to relearn that whereas i before it was very natural Mm -hmm. and so i i feel like i'm starting to come back to to do that and i need to Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been challenging for me. Like I feel still mm-hmm. like I'm not back to normal. Yeah. Um, and so I'm working on that. I still feel like, and, and still trying to feel connected um, with, with people and with community. And mm-hmm. so right now, like uh, one thing is I'm trying to find another small group yeah. um, because our, our current group, uh, you know, is taking a break. Mm-hmm. And so we, we need, I'm going to try to find a new one because I need yeah. that. I know I need it really yeah. bad. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there are, you know, for those of you that are wondering there, there is an online group. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also ones that meet in person. Mm-hmm. I know in your case, because you live a little bit further away, um, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more challenging. Um, and we're still working on it. We're still working on getting <laughs> yeah. some groups together that, mm-hmm. um, where we can build community for those who, um, just to fit people's schedules and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned was, um, is that even though it's a little bit hard, um, mm. that you feel like you need to, what do you mean by that? That you need to yeah. Um, reconnect? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know for myself, I need connection and I think God built us that way to be connected to one another and not be an island. Mm-hmm. And I was an island for a long time during the pandemic and it, it affected me. I think it definitely affected my mental be- well-being, my, me spiritually. And so I need that. I know I need it because, um, you know, we we as people, God's people, need that. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'll 
we won't be complete i feel like you know i yeah i, I think of uh it, it kind of makes me think of like the the parable of the sower and you know how we're we all need good soil right mm -hmm. to grow and to be healthy right and so that's you know what what we have as christians but it makes me think of like in a garden say if you have community then you have these kind of companion plants sure. i don't know it's like this gardening nerd stuff but yeah um i got into gardening during the pandemic a little bit so i think like say for an example if you're a tomato plant you if you have companion plants growing alongside you you will be you more fruitful you'll grow healthier and be happier and they can sometimes help protect you from pests and things like mm -hmm. that so i see community and connection kind of like that like yeah. i need companion plants with me otherwise i won't be as healthy I'll, I, I won't be able to thrive mm -hmm. and i think that's what we need as people mm -hmm. and i need as a person to thrive mm -hmm. which i've been missing and yeah. so i've been kind of you know kind of languishing and deteriorating without that companionship yeah. and um community yeah and so yeah i think you, you yeah. know you as a really good point i think that one of the things that the pandemic had done for us is with the isolation is it it mm. it changed us yeah it changed our ha one it changed our habits for sure mm -hmm. um it changed how much we go out and interact with other people mm -hmm. um it changed some of the way some of some of the ways that some of us do our groceries <laughs> yeah. um you know some of us still i you know our mm -hmm. family still we still have a lot of our groceries delivered mm -hmm. um because that's a habit that you know that started but some of that also is we're just used to staying in our homes, right? Yeah. And not mm -hmm. going out there and mm -hmm. connecting and, and, um, and for sure it impacts, I don't know, it impacts our mental state, yeah. our emotional state. Um, you did allude to that and mm -hmm. um, maybe this, I mean, this is a little personal and mm -hmm. so feel free to answer however yeah. you'd like, but um, when you mentioned that idea that it impacted you mentally, mm -hmm. um, what do you mean by that? I mean, I think it's still hard for me to, to pinpoint it, but mm -hmm. I just, I mean, there was periods of time just during the pandemic where I just felt really just blah, you know, just uh, empty or unsatisfied or mm -hmm. unfulfilled. Um, and I think it has to do with being isolated and... Um, like trapped kind of mm, like yeah. also because I, I feel like I want to get out, but I can't. And like, there's some fear factor in, involved where you don't want to get sick. You don't want to get your family sick. You don't want to get your friends sick. So you feel restricted and restrained and not free. I think it's, it's like this, yeah, a combination of feeling trapped and, and that, that affects um, me you yeah. know, in some way. It, it it's it's like under the surface but it's definitely affecting me and it's it's very subtle like i think over it's over time because it's a building up of being trapped being isolated not connecting um uh and and it's a back and forth like oh yeah. we're free oh no we're restricted again oh we're free you know like they keep changing things kept changing there's a lot yeah. of unknowns yeah so i think that definitely affected um um, my, I think when you say mental well-being is just kind of a, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to put what to call oh, that's it, all right. yeah. but that's how I've, I've kind of analyzed it is mm -hmm. just, it, 
it, it feeling trapped kind of and mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know um kind of like compressed mm-hmm. like like there's all these forces pushing in on you when you want to just be like kind of free yeah um so i i don't know that's how I, i've kind of felt during this time and sure it's uh and, and and it's challenging because i do you know I think we've shared before, like, I do want to reconnect in serving again and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like held back somewhat because mm-hmm. of those factors. And yeah. I, I, maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe that's the enemy or something. But I, I feel like I want to serve again. I want to connect and and contribute. But then I want to feel ready to. Right. And so that's where I think I'm at right yeah. now, just trying to figure that out um, and and uh, you know, trying to see God in this, like, where where do you want me to be at, mm-hmm. at this point? Um, or maybe I need to seek help, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. You know, yeah. that's where I'm trying to figure it out. Sure. Well, thank you for being mm-hmm. honest with that. Mm-hmm. It, um, I think, if anything, you know, it's helpful for us to remember that you know this is a journey that we're all mm-hmm. on. Um, for sure, the pandemic has impacted each of us. Um, in different ways, sometimes mm-hmm. for many of us in similar ways, like it has for you. Yeah. Um, and I'm reminded that God is patient, right? Yes. That God is patient with us in yeah. our journeys and mm-hmm. that um, God does want us to be ready. And um, But then at the same time, there's times when we need to take risks and, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and to jump in. And, you know, that's a, that's a work of discerning and praying and listening and maybe talking with friends and figuring out, well, what does that look like um, yeah. moving forward? Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, I need to definitely ask for, um, you know, discernment and, and advice and also seek community because, yeah, I feel like that's what I need. Yeah. Then I can get that, mm-hmm. you know, feedback. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, this is a mm-hmm. story that I think um, has no resolution, mm-hmm. right? I think you're still in the middle of it. Um, and it, there's no, you know, shiny, happy ending, right? Um, and that's okay. And I think that that's, it's good to be upfront and open about kind of where that journey is. Mm. Um, it'd be really interesting, let's say, a year from now for us to sit back down together mm. and to look back at, say, okay, well, what has happened since then? You know, right, the, yeah. Um, and how have you been able to find that reengagement and reconnection, and how has that been for you mm-hmm. personally, spiritually, and emotionally? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's peaks and valleys. I'm in a probably in a valley right now, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's fine. I know that we learn God grows us through these mm-hmm. things. So I'm hoping right now this is just one of those periods mm-hmm. where I'm need to be reflecting on and seeking mm-hmm. what God wants next for me, and so yeah. that's how I'm trying to look at it. And sure. so I'm hoping. And the next, you know, next this next chapter when I find a new community or you know new community that I connect with that they can help with that journey yeah. and we can get there yeah. into the the next peak. Sure, yeah. great. Well, can yeah. I pray for you right now? Yeah. Um, and this Thank is also you. for any of you who are maybe feeling that you're kind of in the same place as Daniel, mm-hmm. um, kind of figuring out what it looks like to reconnect and and to reengage. And, you know, if you're struggling with that, um, well, let me pray for you. Yeah. Um, God, thank you so much for Daniel, for his openness, for his um, honesty with being in a bit of a valley. Um, and 
really um, struggling to kind of f overcome, you know, the that feeling of being held back and wanting to reconnect and knowing the value of it, but not being sure how to do that. Um, Lord, I pray that you would give him wisdom, um, him and Mylan, um, that they would have wisdom from you, that they would have comfort in the process, that they would know your love and patience with them. And God, we do pray that you would help um, Daniel to reconnect, to find that community, to figure out what small group or community group to join in together, or give us wisdom as a church to form new groups that would be um, a good place for him and for others. And Lord, for all of us who are maybe struggling with similar um, feelings of that, you know, the, I guess the hangover of disconnection um, that has caused, that's been caused by this pandemic, God, I pray that you would journey with us as we take steps back toward connection. Mm -hmm. And God, I pray that when we do, that those connections would be meaningful and life-giving and that we would enter into a new season of thriving. Yes. Um, Lord, would you bless Daniel? Thank you for his testimony and for his journey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, All right thank you, Daniel, for joining us today. Um, those of you who are out there, we might be calling on you sometime to share your story. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. you guys do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all we do. Cool. I just felt like that's probably more relevant. I yeah. Think. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. So, yeah. I think your message was good on Sunday. I'm Spoke glad. To me on that, I'm, so. I'm glad it connected. I'm glad it connected with you. Yeah. That's something yeah. that I think that we're going to, we're going to try to keep every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess, I mean, some people already kind of get that vibe from me. <laughs> that this is something that's important to me. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, we, we've we always, like, New Song's always said, like, oh, we're a church of mis misfits or whatever, yeah. like, try to be real and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to still do it in practice. Yeah. yeah like, in small group, it can happen or, mm -hmm. like, when you're comfortable. Yeah. But it's hard to. I mean, I think, especially as leaders, mm -hmm. you know, to be transparent. Yeah. 